Welcome to the X's and Tea podcast, where we talk about X's and Tea with your hosts, Corey and Danny. Welcome back, everyone. What's up? So we're here and we're having a week, a weekend. Happy Saturday. <laughs> By the time you hear this, it'll be Thursday. Glorious Saturdays. Um, so one thing that uh we wanted to hit on is that cory cory finished season four of stranger things all of it my was, life has changed forever you it will never go so back good it was i slept on it so much don't sleep on stranger things it is so fucking good yeah yeah it's it's so good i did you cry at the end okay you're not a crier though i'm not a crier. i'm a crier <laughs> i lost it i was like devastated i was like i begged you duffer brothers please <laughs> don't do this and they did it and they did it they did, they it. did it hard too god i was, mean it was sad but like i just i don't know it takes a lot for me to cry that i i was bawling i was like oh my gosh <laughs> um who's your favorite character i don't know i really love steve but i also really love dustin okay yeah so you could break it down to like your favorite kid is dustin mine too yeah your yeah. favorite of, like of the teenagers is steve yeah and who's your favorite adult hopper hopper oh same hopper is definitely also my favorite. like he's nice to look at yeah oh absolutely <laughs> so. <laughs> so that's what we've been up to is finishing stranger things and um trying to live our best lives it's raining over here in arizona can yeah. you believe that we have it's monsoon season so it it is the season of storms and storms I love here it. and a hundred and what something degree weather over in oregon yeah this week has been under 100 degrees though which has been nice it's, it's been, been so like nice in here in the 90s which and for us it's cool yeah yeah absolutely and since it's summertime we just have so much coming up so definitely stay tuned you guys we have so much to bring to you guys um but (sighs) one of the things that we were kind of discussing was with binging shows it kind of led me back to when everything with kyle had had been at the very tail end and how i was managing my trauma with that one of the things that i did was i was binge watching shows right i was and this was 2018 so I binge watched 13 Reasons Why. Mm, yeah. And I got through that one really fast. I think I watched it at the wrong time. It was yeah. really triggering for me in ways. Yeah. And so I, I see how that would be. I had to take a step back from that. <clears throat> um, but this time in my life, which was so challenging, brought me one of the most joys in my life. <laughs> and that is my now new. Well, at the time, it was my new favorite show. The Office. Do we have any Office fans out there? Because let me tell you guys. No. What? Okay, I already knew that, but we're gonna have to do a poll. <laughs> we do we on should. Instagram. We're gonna do a poll. Okay. I'm gonna do it when this episode re- releases. Corey, which is which is your favorite? Friends. God, she fuck just went the there. office. No, fuck Friends, dude. Okay, really though, I can't get into it. I'm sorry. It's fine. I, maybe I should try again because yes. it has been a Please while. Please do. We could don't get your hopes up. No, but what we could do, what we're gonna <laughs> do, you guys, is we're gonna have Corey watch an episode of The Office, and she will then react to it. And, like, give you guys her honest opinion of it. You know, there was some dude in a (laughs) Facebook group that I'm a part of. He, like, his name's Matthew. Anybody who's a part of this group, like, knows who this guy is. Basically, he, like, posted in the group, hey, how do I get out of here? How do I get out of this group? And it became, like, this big meme. And the guy's still in the page. And what's funny funny is, like, I think he's from Oregon, even. Really? Yeah. That's funny. (laughs) um, Basically, he, like, ended up staying in in the group, and um, he had never (laughs) seen The Office before. So 
he like they started a podcast that didn't last for very long uh-huh. but it was him and like a couple of the other admin in uh-huh. the group and they were watching office or they would watch office episodes and like talk about them uh-huh. um respectfully where the fuck is that podcast because it's gone now and i'm kind of mad because oh, no. i wanted to know how matthew felt about oh, the, the later office. seasons yeah that's funny um thanks for leaving us matthew you left us like <laughs> our well like our kids jets <laughs> okay sorry anyway that's fun but so funny <laughs> okay so anyways um so basically when i had um, ended this relationship and and been going through this very difficult time you know for me with trauma it's it's hard to digest it's hard to just go back to normal life it's hard to get distracted by things especially when i was working from home my son was at this time homeschooled being at home is so isolating yeah and i def- i definitely isolated myself <clears throat> um i'm such an extrovert Corey and i are very polar opposites yeah she's the introverted one i'm definitely extroverted i'm cool with staying home not talking to anybody oh i go outside all the time that's all i want to do is go outside yeah. and talk to people ask Gloria. <laughs> i talk to everybody huh? anytime we go anywhere to the store she's always talking to somebody and i'm just like awkwardly standing next to her just staring yeah. at them or at concerts i make us friends yeah she does but it always works out to our benefit it does yeah you're right shout out to all the concert friends but you know after a couple drinks then i'm good oh yeah and yeah. then i talk to people but you know <laughs> um but for me and being an, an such an extroverted person that when i was going through this trauma i would isolate myself and then that would be my own detriment like i would just become more and more depressed keeping myself so isolated i found so much comfort in all of these tv shows that i was watching especially the office i don't something clicked with me in the office mm-hmm. um to where watching it just became so comforting right and i'd worked in an office before so i think i related to it and i sold office supplies at the right, time yeah so i related to it so much and the only reason i don't like friends is because of somebody and one of our uh, mutual friends kind of mutual well, i don't even know how to he's explain a bastard it. Now, yeah but. fuck that guy <laughs> yeah so he had been interested in friends his dog was named after this friend's character and because of him i just couldn't care less about friends now it just kind of ruined it for me yeah i could see that one like that's <laughs> kind of what what binge watching shows kind of led me to think about and and it made me question like what when you had left kyle i know that you were kind of in a totally different place like you were pregnant but what did that look like for you because i know everybody handles trauma differently right i mean i definitely had my days where i was not okay especially with being pregnant like very emotional either way but on top of all that just like knowing i don't know i guess honestly because of how i knew kyle was at the end of our relationship when I found out I was pregnant and all that I knew I was going to be a single mom I knew he wasn't going to be around yeah and I just accepted it from the very beginning like right there was no oh we're gonna have a perfect little family right like that was never a thing that I knew that was gonna happen yeah Um, and you just know we as women know that yeah I had that exact feeling with my ex-husband where I was like I knew I was gonna be a single mom no matter what even though we were married we were Mm -hmm. you know 18 years old like we should have never been together he's not by any means a bad dude he went his separate ways in life um which is fine all the respect to him whatever i mean he doesn't see my kid at all Mm-mm. which is fine i don't care anymore right i went through my grieving prof- process with that but i can relate to that where yeah. i was like i knew from day one that i found out i was pregnant mm-hmm. if i if i have this child i'm gonna be a single parent it's, yeah like it's all up to me but yeah so i mean i was still in high school when we broke up so i was pregnant i was in my senior year of school 
So honestly, like during that time, obviously I had my days and even in the beginning, like I was very like wallowing in it. Like I didn't really, I cried a lot, whatever, but there was uh, pretty much after that, probably like first initial couple days, I was fine really other than, I mean, obviously I had a lot of trauma that I never really talked about, obviously, because I'm just now talking about it. So yeah, I mean, I had those couple days where I was like, eh, and then I just was so distracted because I was finishing school. I was about to have a baby. Like, I was about to have my... I was getting ready for my baby shower, stuff like that. So, I did have a lot of things to distract me because even then, like, obviously, I was about to have a baby. So, then I had a a newborn baby to distract me from that as well. Right. But then, also, like, once he was born, then I had a whole nether set of trauma that I had to deal with for the first couple weeks that he was around yeah and then yeah it's 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 a a lot lot. (laughs) yeah yeah so with us one of the things we wanted to emphasize is that despite the fact that we have these stories right and we're laughing and and making jokes it's still a very traumatic experience for us we Mm -hmm. really want to emphasize that this trauma it's not all sunshine and rainbows us kind of bringing it up and bringing it back to life we feel like it's super important we want to share our stories we have voices that need to be heard especially because we've been quiet for so long about it yeah it's time it is time for us to talk about it and we also want people to see you know that one we did go through this stuff you guys like we've had people in our past talk to us about oh you didn't like it wasn't that bad or they said various different things to us Mm -hmm. that is absolute crap right my biggest thing was and i i'm sure a lot of people can relate to this is i didn't think it was trauma or even you know domestic violence because kyle never hit me and I always thought, like, you know, in order for it to be, like, domestic violence or abuse or whatever like that, then it had to be, like, physical. Yeah. Like, he had to, like, hurt me physically, you know? And, I mean, now, I know now that that's not okay. Yeah, like, oh, absolutely. there's still, there's so many other types of abuse other than physical abuse. But back then, I didn't, I didn't really think about it. Like, I was... Right he didn't hit me so it's fine yeah no one was really talking about it back then either no i mean we searched youtube many times to see what kind of domestic violence stories there are what people are talking about and there's not many right um there's really not and now that we're kind of in this new age of of social media you got people on tiktok now bringing to light their domestic violence their Mm -hmm. abuse from their parents their abuse from every which direction and the fact that we can speak out now publicly is awesome right um the fact that we're talking about mental health more is mm-hmm. awesome because back then I can I, I can relate. I mean, he did hit me. He was very physically violent to me, but I never wanted to see myself as a victim. Right. I always felt because I stayed, it was my fault and I deserved it. And I have been victim blamed mm-hmm. by family members. I'm not going to say who because those people have now changed. Like we've grown as people and those people like I love them. I will never judge them, but I have been victim blamed 100 percent. Right. And um, I think the, the first person who did not blame me was my sister-in-law. My sister-in-law, who is married to my oldest brother. She's amazing. She's a big supporter. Shout out to you. We 
love you so much. Uh, but she was the first person to tell me that I was the expert of my story. Mm-hmm. And she was the first person to tell me that only I know my story. Nobody else can speak it for me. And I think she had worked for the state at the time and had um, just some classes or some sort of knowledge that she had about domestic violence mm-hmm. because of her job right. to where she had this understanding, which um, I feel like not enough people have. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the she biggest things. She to speak to you. She did. She made me feel like a human and never made me feel like I told you so right. or you stayed you deserved it mm-hmm. or which a lot of people think like that and and they never questioned me and when he and I got back together he sh- or she was never like judgmental she was like well if this is who you want to be with if he's safe he's welcome in our home like whatever and um now as I'm speaking up she's so supportive and I think more people now are supportive as they've learned the truth as right. they've even heard through the podcast mm-hmm. they're like oh my gosh I never knew that right and we just want to be understood and heard um but we also want to reach people who are either going through it have gone through it or those who have family members or friends who have or are going through it because being supportive of somebody who has domestic violence is a challenge Mm -hmm. i know for me personally i lost friends oh yeah because they didn't know how to be supportive was that the same thing for you yeah and i mean the losing of friends but also like the isolation that it creates just around even like your family members when you're in these types of toxic relationships just the isolation that you get yeah is awful exactly I know he definitely kept me from my family he wanted to isolate me from my family as much as possible I really wish that I could see through those things but I didn't you know, anytime he told, like, any, like for example, when my car was, well, my car, he busted my car, like, the weekend that we went to go down to where I was from. It's a three-hour drive, and he slid into a curb on the ice, Ugh. and my car was broken. He, I, I was not allowed to ask my dad for help. My dad knows cars way better than his entire freaking family. Oh, yeah. My dad is, like, an expert. Like, my, like, again, I've mentioned this before. My dad's my hero, but he never let me ask for help. And I, my dad could have had that problem fixed mm-hmm. a lot cheaper. Yeah. But I wasn't allowed to. And funny story, my car was actually towed. It was towed by Corey's <laughs> brother at the time. Yeah. Which to him was probably the funniest thing in the world. But to me, it was very detrimental. It was like the one of the worst nights I've ever had. Right. And that's like your lifeline. That's my lifeline. That's it's, your getaway. It's It was my getaway, but it was also he blamed me. And it was just a very like there were a lot of incidents that happened that night. Um, but regardless, it's definitely hard to support somebody when they're going through it because what do you do, right? You're seeing your best friend, your sister, your cousin, your coworker even mm-hmm. go through this trauma. What do you do? I know for me, my coworker had no idea what the hell to do. She was a friend of mine too. And I had expressed to her the abuse that I'd been going through. She never called the police once. And I don't, I don't blame her. I don't blame anybody who doesn't know what I went through mm-hmm. because both of us have experienced people like saying, oh my gosh, I didn't know. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's okay that you didn't know if you're here and you feel bad. Honestly, don't, don't because we didn't want you to know, mm-hmm. you know, I was going to work every day saying, oh, I'm okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's great. I love him so much. We're fantastic. Right. Meanwhile, at home, I have a whiteboard with red x's indicating abuse and green check marks indicating we had a good day 
they didn't know that my calendar had not a single green check mark on there. Right. They didn't know that the scarves that I was wearing was not an accessory. It was to hide strangulation marks. And they didn't know that the bruises that I had were not from my toddler throwing his sippy at me. It was because of my partner. Mm-hmm. And we succeeded. If you didn't know, it means that we didn't want you to know. Right. It's not something when you're in it, it's not something that you want people to know about or that you're willing to talk about because you're trying to protect your significant other in that case too yeah. because to them, I mean, to you in this certain situation and at the point in your life of all this happening, like you think they're the greatest person yep. ever. Yeah. Even though they're doing all these awful things to you, you still try to protect them. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. One of the things that I never wanted to do was talk badly about him. Right. I never want, I like, I would have never even imagined eight, nine years ago that I would start a podcast talking oh, about God, him. There's no. no way. No. I just, he was just going through a tough time. He yeah. from was my, having a bad day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, what were some excuses that you can think of that you were like, oh, he's just going through this? Well, honestly, like the bad days, like, oh, he's just in a bad day or, um, Something would happen during the day, and then he'd be in a bad mood. So I'd be like, oh, it was just because of this. Yes. I didn't do anything. Right. Exactly. And I thought the same thing, too. And I feel so guilty for this. I'm so, so sorry. So please forgive me. I'm so sorry. But I always thought it's because he has this ex-girlfriend who is keeping her child from him. Right. No wonder he's so stressed out. He has this trial coming up that he supposedly didn't do and I believe at this time he did not do mm-hmm. no wonder he's stressed out right and that's why when I got back together with him I was like okay Corey's gone this right. trial's over he served his time he should be better now right and obviously we know now that's a hundred percent not fucking true right yeah um but Definitely you make, not. but you make justifications mm-hmm. and you try to make it okay in your mind too yeah yeah and you know you want to do everything you can to protect them because you think that that's the right thing to do mm-hmm. And now, obviously, we know better, like calling the police 100 percent the best decision every single time. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just I can't I mean, we're not experts. So for legal reasons, you know, you're going to make your own decisions. But (laughs) for me personally, in my in my situation, and I'm sure Corey can agree that having the police come every single time was the best decision. Yeah. Somebody calling the police, somebody saying something, somebody speaking up. Mm -hmm. That was more than enough to stop the abuse Um, it's not always the case unfortunately there are so many people out there who are getting away with this abuse Mm -hmm. and there needs to be much more happening in the world we want to advocate against domestic violence we want to keep the story alive because this is happening every single day Mm -hmm. tens of millions of people are going through domestic violence and a lot of it even goes unreported oh yeah so that's one thing that i do regret like in the relationship that I had with Kyle, I regret not saying anything sooner. Right. Because, one, I was underage. Yeah. When we first started dating. Right. That's not okay. No, not at all. No. Especially because it was an intimate sexual relationship. Yes. After a while. Like, it didn't honestly take that long. Right. And I was underage. He was older. Like, that's not okay. Right. And we know now that he was talking at that time to even younger girls. Yeah. Like, girls who were, like, four, what, 14, 15, maybe? Mm-hmm. And we know now that after he had been out of prison, it took him three months to re-abuse. Right. And he had went for high school girls. And then after the high school girls, he was leaning even for, even to Young. younger. Yeah. Um, 
which it's not your fault. It's not your fault at all. Never feel like it's your fault. Yeah. Because, you know, when you're traumatized and you're going through this stuff, it, you never know what's the right decision. Mm-hmm. Um, but here we are. And you're doing amazing. You're speaking your truth now. And I think that you speaking your truth now is saving so many people. Yeah. That's all we want to do. We just want to, even if it's just one person. Yeah. We just want somebody to be able to speak out for themselves. Absolutely. And actually, that's something we we wanted to give our platform for um, is we have the segment that we've been thinking about that we really want to provide is called Speak Out. Um, It's basically going to be us giving an opportunity for anybody who has a story and wants to share it anonymously, not anonymously, however much or little information you want to provide. We want to give you that platform. We want to read these stories for anybody who wants to be heard. Um, we have a couple of interviews coming up as well with people who want to be heard, people who, um, have a truth to speak and want to speak it. Yes. So if you are interested in submitting a, um, a story story, of any kind, story for our speak out session, um, you can either email us and we'll put our email in the bottom description of, um, this episode. And then you can also, if you would like DM our Instagram, um, at, and it's at X's and T underscore podcast on Instagram. Um, I mean, if you want, you can either, you can even message us on TikTok. It's the same at. So, um, but we really hope that we can help somebody. Absolutely. Um, another reason I think that we can both say that we are afraid to speak out is because of Kyle's family. Oh God. Yeah. Kyle's family made this process for us very, very challenging um what was your experience with Stacy outside of being with Kyle so from the okay so for the very beginning when I first met them um meeting his meeting his mom the very first time I thought she was so sweet she was so nice um like best mom ever and then that same day or same night I did meet his dad however I met him when he was drunk of course and I, at the time, I didn't realize that that was an everyday occurrence. Yeah. I just thought it was one night, you know. Yeah. Um, Not realizing it. So I didn't just, I don't know, the the way he talks to you is gross. <laughs> I have to agree with you. Like, just the, some of the comments that he made, even about, like, me. Yeah. Like, it was just icky. And I yeah. didn't like it. I didn't not, I never felt comfortable being around him. Yeah. Um, like, obviously, I would never be alone with him, even if it was, like, if we were in the same room alone, I would, like, go right. to the bathroom or something. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's just always given me the creeps. Um, but, I mean, even through our relationship, anything that happened, like, the whole, like, if you've listened, like, previously, I think it was my uh, first episode, I mentioned how... Kyle wouldn't let me leave his house one night and yeah, yeah. locked me inside yep. with his family being in there and no- nobody helped me. Yeah. Nobody did anything to help me or de-escalate the situation at right. all until my brother got there. And even then, his mom came out basically to yell at my brother to go away. Yeah. And to stop. That's all it was. It wasn't anything about getting her son away. Yeah. He was the problem in this situation. Oh, 100%. But he, she never did anything. And yeah. that was the that was it through the entire relationship. Anything he did was never his fault. There was always some sort of excuse. Oh, yes. And then when I got pregnant, it was... I would say after I got pregnant, after we broke up, it was yeah. always 
my fault. Yeah. It was always my fault because I wouldn't let him do this. I wouldn't let him do that. Even though I gave him more than I should have. Sure. Oh, absolutely. I shouldn't. I Honestly, I shouldn't have even let him come to the, our gender ultrasound. Yeah. I, I let him come to that. And I let his mom come to that as well. Yeah. Like, if I, ugh, like, if I was such a bad person, why would I let you do that? You did all the right things. Or what you felt at the time were the right yeah, things. Yeah. I, I, I invited his family to my baby shower. His sister and his mom came to my baby shower. Yeah. Like, I didn't have to do that. No, you didn't. I didn't have to. and But I did because I thought that was the right thing to do. Right. And you're 18 years old. I mean, you're a, still you're still pretty much a kid at this point. Yeah. I just turned 18 when you I got pregnant. You had just turned 18. You're a kid. You're in high school or just finishing high school. Like, nobody is prepared at 18 years old in high school. How do you deal with that? You don't. And you <laughs> dealt with it the best that you could. Uh, yeah. I did what I, I did what I could. Yeah. And obviously, now I would do so much thing. I would do everything different. Oh yeah, hundred like, percent. Not <laughs> even like not even just the fact of like oh not dating him. Yeah. Know? But even after, I wouldn't have let him come to the appointments. I wouldn't right. have let invited his family. I wouldn't have given them that because they don't deserve that. Right. And I think you expressing all that to me is what made the decision super easy for me to cut them out. Yeah. Because you and I had that conversation right. where you're like, I wish I never done this, and you were a big advocate for doing. Do not let them near your no. child. Yeah, no, absolutely not. And I mean, he, they only met him, I think grandma Stacy or whatever. Uh, he only, she only met him twice. Yeah. That was the day he was born. And when he was, I don't know, four or five weeks old, it was the next time that he saw, that right. she saw him. Yeah. And then Frank only saw him one time, met him one time. And that was when I took my son to their house because Kyle and his mom both they asked me to come to the house because Kyle's grandparents were going to be there yeah and they wanted to meet the baby right so I took my child into their home I let them visit them I obviously stayed there I was not gonna leave my child alone with them yeah um but even like during when like after we broke up and I was still pregnant Stacy was very much she was so she was still nice to me yeah and she was always excited to see me and she was always like when it, obviously when I was pregnant I had a belly you know yeah so she was always like feeling my belly and stuff like that Weird. and like oh my grandson blah, blah, yeah blah. Like, yeah you know and which is like normal for like people you like yeah but like it was kind of like she's me so alone fake type of thing right. oh so fake yeah I'm sure as soon as I left they were all talking shit about me like that's just right, how it was right. but then like afterward once he was born and once um kyle had stopped seeing him obviously i never heard from them again right so i just never heard from Stacey. i never heard from and Stacey then you again. messaged her and right. she just never responded right god yeah that's crazy but yeah th- i don't know every everything about them is just so fake they're just not good people no they're not and their daughter christina as well oh, god. she is terrible yeah like i don't think i could say enough bad about Kyle's sister Christina there's nothing and we you know we feel bad for the child right so I think that speculation allegedly obviously we you know we don't know 100% but we've been told by sources during Mm -hmm. this time when we were in these situations that she had dealt with some SA from some people in her life right and she's obviously very messed up from that Mm -hmm. and a lot of unresolved trauma a lot of unresolved trauma so you feel bad for the child I think morbid they say that right you feel bad for the child but but not the adult not the adult because as an adult she continues to inflict her own traumas on other people um and she definitely hurt me quite a bit yeah and I know she hurt you quite a bit too Mm -hmm. 
I, I cannot stress enough that it just sucks that these people are so fake. Yeah. My relationship with them was a lot more extensive because I was around a little bit longer. Yeah, but a lot longer. With, I was only around for like a year. Right. With Stacy and Frank, I met, I remember the day I met Stacy. It was Kyle's birthday and I had to leave and he was very upset that I had to leave. It was just a very like uncomfortable time. But I remember meeting her and um, like walking out the next morning and like hi how are you guys doing like basically it was awkward because I didn't think that they were gonna like me um, because I had a child Mm. which is so weird because he was also gonna have a child at that point Um, but it was awkward his dad was just sitting on their chair and um, I can just envision their living room when they lived in that one house yeah it's just it's cringe but the fucking rug yeah yeah the lamp Uh uh-huh that he yeah later on broke (laughs) Um, nothing really extensive happened during that point, but it's as I came around more, eventually I had Stacy's phone number and a lot of the times she would text me because Kyle didn't have a phone at this time. Mm. She would text me and, you know, like when, um, your son was born and you were in labor, Mm -hmm. um, she would text me during that time. And Mm -hmm. then it became like, I would go over there more often and start talking to them. At first she wouldn't talk to me. It was awkward. She wouldn't even look at me when she talked to me or when she was referring to me. It was weird. She would just look at Kyle and like talk and like, I wasn't even there. And then eventually she That's started. so weird. Yeah, it was weird. And then, because I thought for the longest time she didn't like me. Yeah, I, I mean, would think that too if yeah. somebody acted like that. And then eventually, you know, it became like I needed their help. Like uh, Kyle would get so bad that I didn't know what else to do. And I would reach out to his mom for help. Right. She would calm him down for a little bit. Sometimes it worked. Eventually it stopped working. But I would stay in contact with her when he would go to the mental hospital. Mm-hmm. And then eventually we would stay in contact because he got arrested and they were still in communication and she knew that I still wanted to be with him. So she like facilitated all these things. In fact, I visited him on a video screen. Mm. I forgot to mention this before, but like when he was locked up in County before he went to actual prison. Yeah. So eventually I just became very close with, uh, Stacy and Frank. Um, when Kyle was locked up, like I mentioned, that whole summer, I visited them regularly. I remember this one time, <laughs> it was a couple, it was like two years, I think, after Kyle had been arrested. And I had broken up with that boyfriend that I was with. And I think this was during the time when Kyle and I were talking. Mm-hmm. Um, I was back up there. And Christina had been in this relationship where she moved to Nevada with some dude. Oh, yeah. Um, and then she was have, she had a new relationship with a new dude. And this new dude and her were, like, fighting. And they were staying at that house that they used to live in. Um, And this night was... The drama? Yeah, it was Memorial Day weekend. So it was Christina's... Around Christina's birthday. And um, they were fighting like crazy. And Stacy went inside and told them to knock it off. And then she, like, handed me her baby. Christina's baby. It was... She was maybe, like, one years old at this time. And Stacy hands me the baby. And I have my son, who is probably, like around this time mm-hmm. and or he's yeah he's four turning five and I'm holding the baby and Stacy's in there and they're like it's a big fight now and Christina runs out rips her baby out of my arms her baby is like bawling at this point she yeah it was like scary for the baby she like freaked out and well, I'm just yeah. holding her like keeping her away from the situation right and then um Christina's husband comes out and calls 
Frank a pedophile because of unresolved traumas that are allegedly happened have happened to Christina. Mm-hmm. Um, and Yikes. so Frank went to swing at him, but he would been drunk. He had already been so wasted. He was stumbling around mm-hmm. and he was, uh, deep. he was in deep already. And so Christina's husband at the time, now ex-husband, like socked him in the face <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Frank was all bloodied and shit, but that's amazing. I was scared honestly. shitless because Frank went for his gun. Of course he did. And I took my my like son. A little bitch. I took my son. I ran into the woods. I called nine one one, and I'm like, I think somebody's gonna get shot. And they're like, What's going on? And then they said this. They said that we can't. Oh, this fi- terrifies me. We can't find you. We don't know where you're at. You're in such a remote location that we cannot find you. We can't pinpoint your location. I have chills. Yeah. That scared. How terrifying. Yep. Being in that situation and then hearing 911, we can't locate you. Yep. No. So I hid as far as I could in the woods. My son was five at this, was turning five at this time. And and I was just like, it's going to be okay, buddy. I hid until I heard a car peel out, which obviously was Christina and her Mm ex-husband and their child. And I went back and thankfully I hadn't heard any gunshots. So nobody got shot. That's good. But Stacy and I and Frank had to drive into the closest store to, which is like a, just a convenience store Mm -hmm. in the area to meet a police officer so that way he could take a statement from Frank. Eventually they did arrest. They did pull over and arrest uh, Christina's ex-husband. Oh, they did arrest him. They did arrest him. Yep. And he had like a no contact. assault, I assume. Yeah. And he was convicted of it. It was like a domestic violence charge. It was like an assault for or something. Oh, wow. Um, And he wasn't allowed to talk to Frank ever again. Like that's it. Christina would eventually just like stay in that house because Christina was a fucking mess. So obviously their marriage didn't work out. No. Well, she's with <laughs> somebody else now. Oh, God, we've, yeah. yeah. We've, <laughs> we've creeped on them. We've dug deep. <laughs> we know. We've dug De- deep as, as we can. Yeah, de- detective work. Yeah. Um, But I was so close with them that I used to stay up late at night and talk to Frank about everything that was happening. He would he would call me sometimes and talk to me about him. Still and, so weird. I know. Too. He would call me about his and Stacey's relationships. And there was one time where he did make me feel uncomfortable. It was the same weekend. Oh, it was only one time. Yeah, it was the same weekend that you sent the message. Because it was around my birthday time. We were hunting. We were in that area. Oh, really? In Central Oregon. Yep. When I replied back to you? Is that what you mean? When you, no, when what you message? sent that message to Stacey. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry. And <laughs> he told me, he said, if only I was born like 30 years later or something yeah. or if only you were born like 20 years he always earlier. made that comment to me too or no just way like, or just being like um wow kyle is so lucky yes oh god it's creepy as hell oh god so like fuck you got away from me yeah yeah and i remember one time i i had tried telling stacy who is an enabler who is a oh yeah big time and uh, I, mean, I, I told her about the abuse that Kyle had told me that Christina had experienced and she just brushed it under the rug. She didn't want to admit that her husband could be capable of that. Just like she can't admit that her son, son would be capable of that. Is capable. <clears throat> is capable. Oh, it has done that. Um, and so just dealing with them. And then when I had when I had gotten back together with Kyle, Stacy was like we and Frank both. They were both like, we'd rather watch our son go back to prison than hurt you and your child. Lies. Oh, absolute lies. Because as soon as Kyle came back out, there was nothing but excuse after excuse about what is going on. And when I had told them about what was going on with Kendra, they ignored it. Now we know for sure that Stacy knew about his relationship with Kendra and encouraged it, encouraged it. Like a 16-year-old 
turning seven or a 17 year old child yeah 16 turning 17 yeah. was how old she was she was going yeah. into her she was uh, her summer after her junior year hadn't even started her fucking senior year of high school yet yep and and I, and she knew about Lulu too. Yeah, and disgusting. It's so disgusting, and to think that pe- like adults failed those kids. Yeah, big time for sure. And his parents definitely failed those kids. It's just devastating now. And I think I was. I feel like Stacy led him. I agree. Oh, one hundred and ten percent. I think she led that. Yeah, um, like she was driving that train. She did. She led the two together, mm-hmm. and it's so disgusting because she think about. like was so proud of him for. Getting, getting out, out of prison, prison. Like, yeah what and you guys will hear that later we have like i said we have interviews coming up we're so stoked for you guys to hear these things come from other people um we don't want to give out too much yeah. spoilers so yeah. <laughs> um but yeah it's psychotic how much they enabled him and have let him get away with and have just made excuses oh he's back in prison they, they likely i mean allegedly we don't know this for sure but they're probably saying he got railroaded again which is what they oh, said the yeah. first time it's not his fault. No, I, I can't you know, do that. Yeah, those girls, they, they all were against him. They all him, ganged up on him. Which is not true because we have all the proof in the world yeah. to prove Hence that this That's why he's happen. in jail. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, he's locked up for a long time. Not long enough, honestly. Not long enough. But that was another reason I think I was so scared to speak out was because everybody in this small town thought I was crazy. Right. Nobody would listen to me. Nobody believed me. Mm-hmm. For almost an entire year, I'm telling people that this abuse is going on and no one's doing a damn thing about it. Everybody just looks the other way. Yep. And it's sad. It's- I feel like that's how it was back then because nobody nobody did anything. Like, right. even like mental health back then wasn't like a thing. Like, right. oh, you didn't have those problems. You're just... Go outside. Yeah. Oh, exactly. And now we know, like, I have been clinically diagnosed with PTSD. Like, mm-hmm. that's an issue that I have from my childhood trauma, from Kyle trauma. Right. And it's now something that I, I don't, I'm not as ashamed to anymore, admit. Right. I remember when I was first diagnosed, I was so ashamed. I was like, I nobody could ever know this about me. Right. And now it's like, thank God I know what's wrong with me. Yeah. Because there were months at a time where I'm like, not okay. I'm disassociating. I'm having these flashbacks. And it was a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, it still is. It's still, it is. It is. Uh, we, we had talked a little bit about kind of the things that have come up since, since we started the podcast. Yeah. A lot of trauma has come up, you guys. Just talking about all this again is... It's hard. It's not an easy thing to talk about. And because for so long, I know, especially for me, I've tried to forget about everything and I've tried not to think about it. And but then now that we're talking about it on the podcast and I remember more even after we've recorded, like I remember a lot more and it's it's hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of things that just trigger you in ways that you don't recognize. Um, I, You know, I've had migraines come up I've had nightmares Mm -hmm. and even like hearing about some of the stuff that I didn't know before like that happened between Kyle and Danny while Kyle and I were together uh, has been that I didn't obviously know about and then like hearing about it has even been hard because like you you were with this person for like a long time well when we were together like we were together for about a year so I mean for me that's a long time but um (laughs) (laughs) 
um, you get obviously attached to these people. You have feelings for these people. And you obviously assume they have feelings for you back and that they care about you and stuff like that. And then to hear all of this years later about what happened and, like, obviously I always kind of knew and assumed that certain things happened. Right. But to hear it confirmed, it's hard. Even though... It's been so long. Like, obviously, it doesn't, like... I'm not mad at Danny or anything like that. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But, like, we even had this conversation the other day. Yeah, we did. It's hard to talk about. And it's hard to hear. Because at one point in your life, this person meant so much to you. Yeah. Exactly. I'm so sorry. (laughs) It's okay. I can never apologize enough for that. Not my proudest moment, I promise. Like, obviously, we're over it now. But I agree. Same thing. Like, I remember when I first talked to Kendra and Lulu. Mm -hmm. It was heavy. It hit me like a freaking freight train. Yeah, knocks you down. It was like everything that I had ever suspected, every insecurity that I'd ever had had been confirmed. Mm -hmm. And to relive that, to hear it, it's so hard. It's hard to hear, like Corey had said, you care so much about this person and for them to hurt you so deeply. And them not give a single fuck. No fucks at all all are given Mm-mm. you're talking about such large emotions too the yeah. person that i mean at the we time we had babies with literally him. yes we made a human with this person yeah and this person gives no fuck about this tiny human that they created Mm-mm. i mean i couldn't imagine zero yeah i mean i know both of the, the fathers of my children aren't around one of them thank god which is kyle the other right. one was his choice um and even me and my dad talk about sometimes like Corey has both of her parents around in her life. I have both my parents. My parents are divorced. Um, thank God. But <laughs> but my dad and I were talking and he just, he says, like, I could never imagine walking away from my child. Right. Like, that's not an Willingly. option. Willingly. Yeah. Like, that's not just an option. Like, oh, don't care. Yeah. And for them to not give a fuck, you, you, it, it, you think about it sometimes. Yeah. I mean, even today. I, it, I makes still, me, it makes me sad for my child because yeah. he doesn't have a dad right like th- like not that i want kyle yeah, to thank be God around it's not kyle. at all but like it just sucks because i couldn't give my child like a normal life, life. but that's not your fault no i know but you no, know, i know it's still <laughs> it's, it's my mom guilt it, it is i feel so guilty about it oh i agree same it's hard because like talking about it i want to cry now <laughs> oh we found Corey's crying wait sorry <laughs> yeah my son i do have a heart <laughs> no it's challenging because we want like we ha- oh okay well, no, we both have fantastic dads. We both do. of us like have amazing relationships mm-hmm. with our dads. Like my dad is like the only stable parent I have. Corey's lucky; she's got two <laughs> stable parents. I have one. Well, yeah. my stepmom too. Like yeah, she's amazing. Um, but as far as biological parents, I have one. Mm-hmm. One stable, loving is an actual parent to me. Right. My mom is amazing too. Don't get me wrong; she is getting better every single day. Mm-hmm. She is making her strides forward. I love she's my mother in her own way. She is. And with boundaries that we set in place, she's fantastic. She's a fantastic grandma. She loves her grandkids. She really is a good grandma. she's learning every day. But what I'm saying is, is that our kids don't have what we had from our dads. Right. And that sucks. Yes. Like, thank God they have our dads. Mm-hmm. But it still sucks. It's, it's different, though. Like, obviously, yeah. like, that's, that's their grandpa. grandpa. Yeah. Not dad yeah. that you see every day. You yeah. Know? So we, I, I think for us to share this level of transparency and show you guys that we, we, we both have been asked by family members and friends after we record, like, Hey, are you doing okay? Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know all this happened. Like, damn. Right. But like, I wish okay? I would have been there for you. Yes. I wish I would have known so I could help you. Yeah. And thank you for being there now. Yes. Like the fact that you guys are asking, thank you so much. It means the mm-hmm. world to us. I agree. 
Um, and, and I know for me, you know, going to therapy is how I handle things. Um, but Corey's different. I've always been, I should go to therapy. We well, always recommend therapy. I will say that right <laughs> now. I should go to therapy. I think I'm scared too, to be honest. Right. Which I know a lot of people are. And so my way of coping with it is I talk to Danny most of the time about it or I don't say anything at all, which is not good. She's um, getting a lot better I, uh, talking about stuff. I am getting better. I'm trying. But it. I'm not one for confrontation. Right. So even though it's not like obviously directing the confrontation, obviously it's not with Kyle directly. Yeah. But just that emotional confrontation, I guess, is what I'm scared of. Yeah. And yeah, it's just... Um, honestly, yeah, I just, I try to talk about it with Danny. Otherwise, I just keep it to myself. <laughs> we're, we're, we're humans. We're constantly learning how to be better and yeah. how to better ourselves. And this podcast is a huge stride forward for both of us. Mm-hmm. Because for Corey to speak on this, you guys, is incredible. Like, she does not get enough props because she didn't talk about it. No. There was no talking about this trauma. And now it's not only is she talking about it, her and I have fantastic conversations at night. Like we'll just be sitting there once our kids go to bed and just talk about stuff. And having a friend there is awesome, especially someone who understands. For this podcast, we want you to feel, especially if you've gone through a situation similar to this or in your own way, we want to feel like friends of yours that you can connect with Mm -hmm. because it's so much easier. Again, this is a personal decision, but it's or personal opinion. But it's so much easier to cope and so much easier to talk about it when you're talking to someone who's been through it. Yeah. And, and when you go through, when you talk about it with somebody that's gone through it, I mean, especially for me and Danny, because we went through it with the same person. Yeah. Yeah. So it's honestly like when we first started talking in um, 2018. Yeah. We both got so much closure. Literally. And so many questions answered that I especially knew I would never get answered. Right. Right. Um, If I if I if we didn't talk. Yeah, yeah. Because she answered so many things about Kyle, honestly. The relationship, obviously, with my son. Because, like I said, that's such a mom guilt that I have. Right. Because, like, I I think we've mentioned it before, but at the time we started talking, I also had considered reaching out to Kyle. Right. Because of my son. Because I, not that I wanted him to be involved, but I wanted him to fucking give a shit. Yeah. I wanted him to care, but he didn't. Oh, exactly. And I'm still... I'm pissed about it. Yeah. But also, I'm glad that he's not around. Oh, yeah. Especially now that you know everything. Yes. Which I have to say the same thing. Like, when I reached out, I was pregnant at the time. Mm -hmm. To hear Corey talk about, like I mentioned before, her regrets, it was so easy for me to say okay I need to I need to learn from this and she was very adamant you guys about (laughs) like I needed to learn from her (laughs) and I did I absolutely did I mean you've seen some of the messages that me and Danny had together um I think even when we just posted recently yeah I was like don't talk to him yeah don't answer (laughs) don't do anything yeah like I'm uh yeah I was just very adamant about right don't stir the pot don't do that again yeah just let it go I'm grateful that I listened because now in December it will be four years Mm -hmm. since I've talked to him but yeah healing (laughs) healing is not easy it's so difficult there are challenges that we face every single day Mm -hmm. from you know little small disassociative moments to full-on migraines to nightmares Mm -hmm. to just fits of crying the triggering of 
I mean, not so much her son right now, but my son. Um, he has a lot of the same mannerisms that Kyle has. Yeah. And there's one in particularly that triggers me really bad, and I literally have to like stop looking at him when he does it, or right. like leave, or have him leave, or something because it's just it's one thing that makes my skin crawl, and right. I just it's not a good it's not a good trigger for me obviously yeah and because my son looks so much like him unfortunately um yeah um sometimes he looks like me but most of the time unfortunately he does look like yeah um but yeah same I mean, my son's getting there. My son's the more he grows. The Honestly, more. sometimes I have to double take on who's which, sitting on the yeah, couch. Yeah, which kid's walking out because yeah. <laughs> her son's teeny tiny, and so yeah, they're pretty similar. <laughs> they are. They're like I think I think her son's only like one size bigger in clothes. Yeah, and my son's three. Her my son's, son's eight, <laughs> and my son is still shorter, but not by much. She has a little guy. He's yeah, little. He's little. Um, but yeah, I mean, my son. I'm surprised both my kids, you guys look the same. It's shocking. We don't have the same eye color. We don't have the same hair color, but <laughs> our hair color and eye color. But um, my kids, they look similar to each other, but more and but more. But not at the same time. Yeah. It's weird. It is weird. But more and more, my son's looking like her son, which is just like Kyle. Yeah. And I, I definitely can see some of the same things growing on me where I'm like, oh, fuck, like you look just like him in this moment. And that yeah. sucks. Yeah. Um, But it's, you know. It's just a, a growing learning curve. Mm-hmm. What can we do every single day to make our lives a little bit easier? How is this easier to manage? And this podcast, without a shadow of a doubt, has been so good. Yes. Honestly, just being able to talk about it, even when we recorded our my first episode where I finally was able to tell part one of my story. Yeah. Honestly, it was such like a freeing feeling because I got so much off like I let off let so much off my chest that yeah. I have been holding on to for such a long time that I never told anybody yeah like I there's times I never even told Danny about things and yeah the amount I that I learned her on the post- <laughs> she did I was like what yeah it was nuts it so was if so you haven't listened you rewind yes. and go listen you gotta go listen it's a lot and we just really wanted to kind of tie up the loose ends here with that story because again we were looking back at it and we're like man we're kind of laughing a lot like we need people to understand that we're serious like this is a serious matter and yes we do laugh about it and stuff but I think it's also just a part of our trauma oh 100% is in uncomfortable situations I know I do it I try to laugh and shake it off kind of thing make less of it even though this is a very big important topic Uh, oh I have such a dark sense of humor now same because oh you should see the memes we said oh god <laughs> we'd probably probably on an fbi watch list <laughs> because of the true crime and all oh. of our memes i'm telling you yeah uh, sorry nsa it's a joke just kidding um, <laughs> allegedly allegedly but you know we we're here we're telling a story and we want to connect with you guys we really just we love you we love all of our audience members we love being able to talk about it and again with our speak out segment if you have a story that you want to tell you want us to read it we you want us to talk about it please submit it we will leave all of our information in the episode description we'll post it on instagram tiktok and um we're really excited to see you guys again so please continue following us where can they follow us at Corey? you can follow us on instagram and tiktok at x's and t underscore podcast and then, like I, like Danny said, we'll leave the email in the bottom description. Get a hold of us. Follow us on TikTok. 
they're pretty interesting <laughs> they actually yeah on our on our instagram too we have like Reels. if you haven't seen them we have um s- like screen caps of actual messages oh, yes. between kyle and myself mm-hmm. um cory and myself and potentially cory and kyle in the future if we're able to find those messages but yeah. we're not want- looking so good so far <laughs> <laughs> yeah but we want you guys to see kind of into our lives during the situation mm-hmm. it's like this is really what we went through um so definitely keep following us we're really excited to keep on this journey with you guys and we are excited to see you guys next time bye bye